friends, Romans and countrymen, welcome. Welcome. Welcome to a new podcast of That Doesn't Happen. By accident. TDHBA.com. If you're going to uh, visit us on the web, on that great, wonderful thing we call the internet, and on iTunes, you can look us up there and subscribe to the podcast. Also on Google Play and coming soon, we'll have it ready to go uh, on this wonderful Spotify thing that they have out there. Mm. Loving some Spotify right now. My son does Spotify. Yeah, great music, great yeah. music. Uh, millions, millions of songs, man. Yeah, it gives me a hard time because I don't do it. oh goodness so welcome we're so glad you're here today we've got a great show lined up for you today but before we get into that uh let's review for one second what we did last time uh last time we talked about the icons of evolution and that's these really big things that for so long were uh so important to the evolutionary community which have been pegged as lies, faults, not even close to being able to happen. Fraudulent. Uh, yeah, yeah, the craziest things. And some Hoaxes. of these things, yeah. <laughs> and some of these things are still in your children's textbooks, which is kind of crazy, guys. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and so we also want to put in a pitch for, uh, for uh, Jonathan Wells uh, and his wonderful book, Icons of Evolution. Mm-hmm. And his latest book called Zombie Science. Right. The subtitle of that is More Icons of Evolution. Okay, perfect. I like the whole zombie part. Me too. That's pretty cool. And and the video is really good on YouTube. It's free to watch him speaking about the book Zombie Science. It's about an hour-long video. Oh, good. Oh, I didn't know that. It's like a lecture at some university that he's talking. Nice. Um, And then the movie Icons of Evolution is also on YouTube, and it's free. And it's well worth the the, uh, the viewing. It's really good. Yes, it is. It is. So, and... And all this to point that Darwinian evolution has no sound foundation, right? It's unproven and it's unprovable because it didn't happen. It didn't happen. <laughs> nope. No. So we understand that people uh, believe in evolution mm-hmm. and some people who love the Lord believe in evolution. Yes, they and do. That's kind of what we're going to talk about today. The purpose of today's show is to talk about theistic evolution. Mm. And that's a crazy term, um, but basically it's trying to smash evolution, the teaching of evolution, into God's Word. Mm. Because science is so popular right. and so necessary right. in the education system that we live in, and praise God for science because it's really good. I Absolutely. love science. I love science. Absolutely. Uh, but because it's full of evolutionary philosophy and beliefs, Christians want to try to justify believing in science as well as God's word, right? But as as I'm reading this, I'm, I'm telling you, there's so many problems with that. It's unbelievable. Um, yeah, yeah. In order to believe the theistic evol- in theistic evolution, you must deny the straightforward reading of Genesis, right? And and you know, John MacArthur makes it very clear. And and that's another plug I'd like to give is his teaching on origins. Mm. He did those sermons about 14 or 15 years ago in California. But he says that uh, when, when you do that, you, you call God a liar. Mm. And that's wow. a serious assault. It's just a serious assault. You, you must not believe in the Word of God in order to believe in evolution. And so what we want to be able to do, right, is take it from a biblical perspective to begin with. Right. Start off with the Bible. 
Right. <laughs> Amen. Right. That's what we should do. Yes. And like a bonehead, so many times, my, <laughs> me, I've, I've not done that in the past. Yeah. Because I'm a smart guy. I'm a physician. I think that I know what I'm talking about. And I'll come from something I've learned in the science classroom. Right. And try to go, well, God's word must say this because I believe this. And, and then I'll, I'll find out I was completely wrong. Check this out, Chad. Did you know, since we're being silly today, that the Bible has scientific concepts in it that yeah. are true? It's nice. not a science textbook. Right. But it says to wash your hands in, here it comes, running water. Oh. <laughs> not in pond scum. <laughs> Especially after you poop. Oh, Lord. Very important. Very important. But isn't that interesting? When the Bible speaks on things that are scientific, it is always right. Wow. Yeah, that, that is really cool. So today we're going to be talking about evolution and the different types of evolution that there are. And... Um, how Christians have been um, uh, uh, led into believing uh, theistic evolution and theistic evolution, right? They believe that God created everything, but he used evolution uh, to do his right. creating. Right, which is completely denying what God's word says. Right. So basically there's three things that people believe now. They either believe in naturalism, naturalistic evolution, right. which is atheistic in nature right. that everything just happened there's no reason for anything it's just we're just a, a product of time and chance okay that's naturalism then there's this thing called and evolution is a part of naturalism right then there's theistic evolution which we're going to talk about today then there's creationism believe in what god's word says hey hey, hey, hey. How about that? um my somebody rang. put their phone in airplane mode and somebody else did not. I thought I hit the button. I'm sorry. Hey, we do one take around here, so we're just going to keep on rolling. Okay. So, so I'll read the definition. Okay. Okay. Theistic evolution. This is out of Wikipedia. You can look it up. If you, if you dial in Wikipedia on your computer or your phone with theistic evolution, it'll say that Francis Collins describes theistic evolution as the position that, quote, evolution is real, but that it was set in motion by God, oh. end quote. And he characterizes it as accepting, quote, that evolution occurred, as biologists describe it, but under the direction of God, end quote. Interesting. Very now, interesting. We're going to go a little bit into the word later on in the show, but what does the Bible say? Does the Bible say that God used evolution or not? Mm, no. No. It does not. How, okay, so how did he create everything? He spoke it into existence. Thank you. And how many days did it take him? Mm, 85. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, not that, Chad. Six. Uh, it took him six, six days. days. And right. then he chilled out on the Sabbath. That's right. The Sabbath was established then. That's right. And isn't it interesting? Jesus calls himself Lord of, of the, the Sabbath. Sabbath. Yes. So that's a good definition for theistic evolution. And, and Chad, i got to tell you. I tried to buy into this years ago. Sure. Because I wanted to defend my Christian Christian faith to my friends yeah. who were scientific, who were educated. Yeah, and you didn't want to look like a... Like a, a kook. Like a kook. Right, or like some sort of fanatic. Right. A Bible thumper. A you know? fanatic. Right. Um, <laughs> and, you know, it, it's interesting, but Bible thumpers actually, fanatics actually, define who Christians really are. Yeah. I mean, and they killed Christians yeah. for being that way. How about the Apostle Paul? Right. How about Peter? Right. How about you? You named the, the disciple. They were dis right. they were killed because they believed in. 
Jesus Christ. So being fanatical about the Bible isn't crazy. Right. But I didn't want to appear to be that way, so I tried to buy into theistic evolution and had to look at myself in the mirror and go, this is nuts. Yeah. This is crazy. Yeah. I, I'm, and and, and I, I described right here, you must deny God's word. You must not believe the Bible. You must believe outside information over what God says. Mm to buy into theistic evolution. Yeah. And and this is mainstream, folks, right? This isn't some uh, out-on-the-fringes type of belief. I was at a uh, apologetics conference uh, several years back and purchased a book back then uh, on, um, uh, on the scientific backup for, for as I was looking for answers and, and, and going through my stuff, I was... I was searching and I found this book and, you know, I read it a few chapters in and I was like, oh, this doesn't line up with anything that I really know or understand. Right. And um, and so and so I stopped reading it. But but this was at a mainstream, one of the the top apologetics conferences uh, of the year uh, that was held here in Charlotte, North Carolina. So mercy. it it's mainstream. Right, it is. It is. And if you don't buy into evolution on some scale, some level, you're considered to be a radical. Mm-hmm. Yes, you are. But we have to have a radical love for Jesus, That's right? right. <laughs> That's right. I'm radical about Jesus him. Jesus had a radical love for us. And the Father does now, doesn't he? Right. He, he, That's right. Oh, I love what you, you shared with me yesterday in Fathered by God. Yes. About how everything we've been through yes. in this life. Yes. Maybe it's just a part of God fathering us. Yes. Wow, what a concept that is! It's so it's so Beautiful. wonderful. It's liberating. It? Yeah, and and that's that's Christianity. It's a liberating belief system. It, yes, it is believing what's real. Right. So that's right. So theistic evolution is trying to marry evolution with the Bible, and it's impossible to do right. that. You can't do that. But we try to do it. In uh, evolutionary creationism is another term for the same thing. Okay, mm-hmm. and that's on this Wikipedia uh, definition. Yeah, and um, uh, Christian Darwinism is another one. You know, it's just wow. nuts, man. Just absolutely <laughs> nuts. I mean, and the evolutionists will tell you that they don't like this. Oh. I'm talking about the people who are not Christians. They right. don't like the fact that Christians are trying to do this, trying to fit it in, because they're denying God. They admit that, right? They don't like God. They 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 want to live their own life, they don't want to have any of God's laws right. hanging around, especially anything that's moral. Right. They don't want a moral standard. Right. They don't want to judge. Right. They don't want a moral judge, most especially that. Right. So this makes them mad. Uh, <laughs> Isn't that interesting? <laughs> yeah, Richard Dawkins is the one, one of the ones, I mean, he, he hates this, theistic <laughs> evolution. He does. But... Let me, let me just read this one little last part of it. Okay. According to Eugene Scott, quote, In one form or another, theistic evolution is the view of creation taught at the majority of mainline Protestant seminaries. Wow. This is upsetting to me. And it is the official position of the Catholic Church. Wow. How about that? But didn't you didn't know, know that. that. I didn't. <laughs> I didn't read the fine print down here. I should have read the yep. fine print. Studies show that acceptance of evolution is lower in the United States than in Europe or Japan among 34 countries sampled. Only Turkey had a lower rate of acceptance than the United States. Theistic evolution has been described as arguing for compatibility between science and religion, and as such, it is viewed with disdain wow. by both by some atheists and many creationists. 
Wow. How about that? That's so crazy. by trying to marry these two philosophies yeah. together, yeah. it makes everybody mad. <laughs> the atheists and the Christians. So, But isn't it interesting? This is a very popular... And the Catholic Church the Catholic supports Church. it. Okay, so folks, there are several uh, different types of theistic evolution, and we're going to break down uh, a few of those, or several of those, for you right now. Um, one is the day-age theory. Uh, another one is the gap theory. And another one is progressive creationism. And I think you have one more in here. Oh, no... Uh, there's young Earth creation at the end. Young Earth creation. Right, okay. Right, right, right. So, first let's hit it with the day-age creationism. Uh, now, this is a type um, of old Earth creationism, which means that the Earth is over 4 billion years old, right? Right. Uh, it's an interpretation of the creation accounts in Genesis. So, it takes Genesis and it tries to uh, stick them in and mold them into this theory Um it holds that the six days referred to in Genesis account in the creation are not ordinary 24-hour days, but are much longer periods, right? We've heard uh, reference in the Bible before, a day is like a thousand years and a thousand years like a day, right? Right. We've all heard that. Right. Um, so the Genesis account uh, is then reconciled with the age of the earth. So they have to take into account what the scientists are saying the age of the earth is. So the proponents of the day-age theory can be found among both theistic evolutionists uh, who accept the scientific consensus on evolution and progressive creationists who reject it. Mm. Uh, the theories are said to be built on the understanding that the Hebrew word yom mm -hmm. is also referred to a time period. Mm -hmm. It does with the beginning and an end, and not necessarily that of a 24-hour day. Right. Right. So it's interesting. This is the thing that I heard Norman Geisler tried to defend, and it really upset me. And mm. it, but it set in motion where we're at today. Okay. It really did. I mean, when I heard Norman Geisler say to me, well, doesn't the Bible say that it, with the Lord a day is like a thousand years? And, I, and then I said back to him, and it also says a thousand years is like a day. But it's got nothing to do with creation. That right. particular thing was talking about the end of the world. Right. The judgment day. Right. So Norman Geisler, the guy who's supposed to be, and he is, a, a champion of the Bible, yeah. was taking it out of context. That guy. Yeah. And it, it really upset me when he said that. Um, so the day-age theory is completely... Don't get mad at me. Stupid. <laughs> it is so stupid, it's not even funny. I mean, when you take the days in Genesis, right. okay, it's very interesting right. how they're parallel. So they, tell me about the days in Genesis, okay. right? How do we know that a day is a day is a day? Okay. Well, when in Hebrew, there are certain laws of grammar. I'm not a Hebrew scholar. Okay. I'm a bonehead redneck from Florence. Okay? Yes, you are. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> and But when you modify the word yom, Okay. which could mean a 24-hour day. Sure. It can mean a 24-hour day. When you modify the word yom with a number, oh. and it was evening, and it was morning, oh. the first day. Thank you. So when you do that, you only can come up with a 24-hour period. You can't take the Bible and turn it into something else. Those are rules of, of Hebrew interpretation. And right. the book of Genesis is historical narrative. Right. Okay, so it's right, written as history. We could do this today. Jeff got up this morning. He had a cup of coffee. He got in his truck, and he drove around. So, I mean, that's historical narrative. Right. Right? 
Well, that's that's how Genesis is written. It's not poetry. It's not allegory. Right. It's not a funny little story. Right. No. Uh-uh. It is historical narrative. So anyway. Which there are those things in the Bible. Absolutely. But that's not what this is. And Yom is used in the other places in other areas that are not historical narrative. Right. And it can mean like the day of the Lord. Oh, okay. okay? Yeah. The, yeah. Uh, yeah. the day of, of Jeremiah. Judgment. Day of judgment. Okay. It could be, it could refer to a future event. But right. when it says evening and morning, the second day, evening and morning, the third day. So real hmm. quick. Yeah. You would wonder why that they would put, that God would put that in there if he didn't really want it to be interpreted that way. Right. Exactly. Yeah. So you can't, you'd have, you have to rewrite the Bible in right. order to fit the day age theory. Cause check it out. On day two, all right, right. he created the atmosphere. God okay. did. He separated the waters from the waters, and he called the waters above heaven. Yes. And waters below he called seas. He separated, he made the atmosphere. He made a breathing space for life to exist. Day three, he made the plants. All right? And he brought the earth up, out from the seas. So he brings the earth up so the seeds can go in the ground. He creates a place for them to live. Then he creates the sun, the moon, and the stars on day four. Very interesting. I mean, when you think about Big Bang cosmology, boom, everything blew up, right, at the same time. Yeah. And the Earth is a part of that, and yeah. so is our Milky Way galaxy, part of billions of other galaxies. Right. Excuse me, doesn't work with the Bible. Yeah. Uh-uh, he created the Earth first. Right. Then the sun, the moon, and the stars, that would be all the galaxies, right. on day four. Mm. So anyway, you can't fit the day-age theory into the way the Bible is written. Forget it. Right. You can't have plants without the sun. Right. For billions of years. Sorry. You gotta have the sun. <laughs> oh, check it out. You gotta have the sun ninety-three million miles away from the earth. Right. The right distance away. Oh, right. And you gotta have the atmosphere just right to block the ionosphere to block these harmful rays of the sun that right. are gonna kill the plants. Right. Right. Oh, and you got to have a magnetic field around the Earth <laughs> to also block other types of rays that can kill all of life on the Earth right. without it. Right. So, the day age theory doesn't work, uh-uh. and I don't mean it to be ugly. Not. It's just yeah. it, to think it can is here's the stupid word I used again. Stupid. Yeah, yeah, and and when you say uh, it can't work, that's in reference to lining up and making it all work within the Bible's narrative, right? Within the Bible's Absolutely. historical presenting right. of the facts and the way things happen, right. right? So, so, so you can believe whatever you wanted to believe, right? Right? You can believe in that if you want to, right? But it just doesn't line up with what the Bible actually says. Right. I can believe in Superman and Batman, yeah. too, but they don't exist. Yeah, my kids when they were two, they did. <laughs> you know, they put on the costumes. <laughs> I'm Superman. Yeah, absolutely. Krypton's not a real planet. But anyway. <laughs> so. Gap creationism or is also known as the gap theory. That's the second on this right. list. Okay. And the gap theory, basically, evolutionists need millions and billions of years for their processes that they believe in to take place. Right. There's nowhere else to put those billions of years right. in the Bible except the first and second verses of Genesis. That's the only place they can mm. fit that millions of years in. Basically, okay. that's the gap theory. All right. Okay. Um, and... The Bible is really clear on how things happen. In the beginning, God created the heavens and, earth. and the earth. But that's Genesis first, chapter 1, verse 1. Okay, Then he goes on to describe how it happened. Right. So that's how it, that's how it worked. Okay, That's just the way, that's the way Moses was writing Genesis. That's what we believe, that right. Moses wrote yes. Genesis under the inspiration of the Holy Spirit. And so he kind of went, ah, and this is how it happened. 
Okay. Right. So they want to put billions of years into this little gap between verse one and verse two. That's the gap theory. Yeah, and and frankly, folks, uh, if that was true, he would have put that in there, right? If he would have wanted to refer us in that way and lead us down that path, he would have said, and then billions of years later, mm-hmm. right? Right. I mean, God is outside of time, Chad. Right. He created time. He mm-hmm. created chronos. Right. The word for time. He created that. And it is important to him. It is so important to him that like in the flood in Genesis 6, he gives you the specific day when the great fountains of the deep opened up. Right. In, in reference to Noah's life. I don't yeah. remember exactly what it says. We could read it later, but we won't today. But time is important to him. Yes. Jesus had a three-year ministry. Right. Right? Right. And he rose again on the third Third. day. Right? So it's important to God. Time is important to God. And so the day-age theory is messing with time. The gap theory is messing with time. And now progressive creationism. Progressive creationism. Or intelligent design. And we've heard about intelligent design over the last... Uh, 10, 15 years uh, as a theory that they've been trying to work into schools, right? As a way to, as a way to uh, introduce uh, some type of intelligent design and being right. uh, into the school. Yeah. Intelligent design, excuse me, I don't mean to interrupt you, but intelligent design is actually correct. What these dudes in progressive creationism is trying to say is that God uses intelligent design over and over and over and over again. So it keeps going, in other words. Interesting. He, he keeps creating. But I'm sorry, man. Right. The Bible says right. day six, it was over. Uh-huh. There was no more creating. No. Okay, it, well, your your thing messed me up because it, it said see for comparison intelligent design. Exactly, so, exactly. Very good. Okay, thank you for <laughs> So So they, they, they try to say that God's continuing to use creation now. Gotcha, gotcha. So things, now there's this thing in the fossil record called the Cambrian Explosion. Thank you. Yeah. And that's where one, some of these guys will point to the Cambrian Explosion. Oh, see, there's an example of progressive... No, 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 it's not. It's, it's an example of a bunch of dead stuff over in China. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that got all washed together during the flood. And these incredible... Thank you. Incredible yeah. body designs of great fossils in the quote-unquote Cambrian Explosion. Most of them are found in China. But... Progressive creationism is basically saying, oh, he keeps on doing it, and he's using evolution as, as part ah, of the process. Nice. So um, intelligent design is kind of uh, a, a synonymous thing for them. Okay. They want to marry intelligent design uh, and progressive creationism. Okay. But what they're trying to say is, well, it keeps going. God keeps doing it. And no, no, no. He was he would rest. He stopped creating after day six. And the, you know what the last thing was he created? The very last the thing. The very last thing he created. It wasn't man, but woman. Thank you. Whoa! <laughs> man! I mean, every time I see a woman, I think of my wife. Woo, son! You know? <laughs> so the last thing God created. So after woman, it was over. Right. That's right. Interesting. So, so it says here, these bursts represent instances of God creating new types of organisms by divine intervention. Mm-hmm. As viewed from the archaeological record, like we talked about, the, pro- the progressive creationism holds that species um, do not gradually appear by the steady transformation of its ancestors, but appear all at once, fully formed. 
-hmm. So they reject macroevolution, which we've talked about many times here, as you just can't show any evidence for macroevolutions. There's none in the fossil record. There's none in the, right? So claiming that it is biologically untenable and not supported by the fossil, what I just said, uh, as well as rejects the concept of universal descent from a last universal common ancestor, right, that one amoeba turned into everything that we see now, right? Right. Thus, the evidence for (laughs) macroevolution is claimed to be false, but microevolution is accepted as um, a genetic parameter designed by the creator into the fabric of genetics to allow for environmental adaptations and survival and all that kind of fun stuff. Right. Fun stuff. Yeah. Generally, it's viewed by proponents as a middle ground between literal creationism and evolution. And that's the most significant thing that you read there. I mean, that's what that's what progressive creationism tries to do. Right. Is is create a middle ground. Hey, can't we just agree? No. Sorry. <laughs> no, we can't. I mean, this is such an important issue. Yeah. Now, some people might get mad at me for saying this, but it's so important. Jesus is the savior of the world. Right. There is not another one. There is Muhammad is not the savior of the world. That's I'm right. sorry. Joseph Smith is not the savior of the world. That's the right. Watchtower Society in New York City for the, all the Jehovah, uh, Jehovah's Witnesses. No, not the savior of the world. Jesus is the savior of the world. He's also God Almighty, right? Maker of heaven and earth. And Jesus is the one that holds the whole earth together, right? He is the word which Colossians was spoken one. to create, right? Right? I mean, right? Yeah. So we there is no middle ground. I'm no. sorry. No. It is the highest ground. Right. Jesus is premier. He is preeminent. He right. is. He should be the object of our love and affection. That's right. And check it out. He was there at creation. He was with the Father and the Holy Spirit. I mean, Hebrews chapter 1, John chapter 1, 1 John chapter 1 says that the worlds were created through him, for him, and by him. That's Colossians 1 also. So there is no middle ground. Progressive creationists can't have it both ways. I'm sorry. No. You can't. There is no such thing as evolution. Now, we love progressive creationists. We love them. Absolutely. (laughs) We love them. We love love theistic evolution people. We love evolutionists. We love every single human being on this earth because... They were they were created by God. Amen. Right. Yes, sir. Amen. And so we might disagree with them. Right. And, and we might disagree passionately. Right. So if but let's we love say, them. Let's say you are the president of the University of South Carolina. Okay. Okay. And you dum, have, you dum, dum, dum. you've been going. No, it's the song is So you go to every Gamecock basketball game, baseball game, okay. soccer game, yeah. football game. Football. Yeah. And one day you say. But, you know, really, I like Clemson. <gasps> what? Why? All the purists are going to get upset with you. Yes, they Tremendously. are. So yes, you, can't, are. you cannot have it both ways. You no, can't you both cannot. It, Unless you're born in North Carolina and you like the Tar Heels <laughs> and you now live in South Carolina and you wrote for either team that's doing really well that year. Right. right. I mean, <laughs> Sorry, that's a sidebar. <laughs> you know, you jump on the bandwagon. Right. You are a bandwagon right. jumper right. older at that point. Absolutely. Gamecock fans have to be because we've lost so many years. We've been terrible for many years. Steve Spurrier was the savior of the world yeah. from football team, whatever, blah, blah, blah. So now the last we thing we want to talk about is, um, yes, we digress. Young Earth Creationism. Young Earth Creationism. Now I would call this biblical Christians. That's what I would call this. Okay. I'm just, just, let's just be biblical. 
what does it say? About 6,000 years ago, God created everything. That's what the Bible says. Right. So I don't really like this term, young earth creationist. I would much rather say, how about biblical Christians? (laughs) (laughs) Why can't we just be biblical? Versus progressive creationists who are unbiblical Christians. You know, I, 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 I like That's probably so why they use that term right, instead, right? Right, right, right. Because we, it would make everybody feel real bad. Right, exactly. But in the end, and, and again, I love what MacArthur says. He says, if you believe in evolution, you're not believing in the Bible. That's a serious thing. It's, it it's not something to be just scoffed at. Oh, it's no big deal. Yes, it is. It is. <laughs> it is. And, and it's one of the main things, right? Evolution, right, and and all these different forms of it, is one of the main things that people on this earth, in multiple countries, uses as their basis to not believe in God. So it is it is something that the enemy has brought into being, right? Has has influenced and brought into being, and has caused many people to turn away from God, many people to turn away from the Bible, many people to disbelieve the love that he has for us. Right, amen. And and you can make a case that it's also been the cause of much of these uh, fascists' thoughts. Right. The Communist Manifesto, Karl Marx. I mean, we go to Hitler, Hitler, thank you, um, Pol Pot, uh, Joseph Stalin. Yeah. I mean, so many people uh, have taken that and run with it. The idea that, you know, um, I just came from a monkey. And right. We're at the top of the list of the food right. chain. You know, let's make things right. Let's people have... aren't that important, so it doesn't matter if we kill hundreds of right. thousands or millions or of that, them. Or how about racism? Racism is at the center of all of that. Right. I mean, evolution says, well, right? He said, right. Darwin says preferred races. I mean, he was, he, was the, he was the chief racist of them all. Wow. And we, we saw that when we, we saw the, the whole title of his book. Um, but for me to think that I'm better than somebody else, there's only one race, Chad. Right. It's called the human race. That's right. There might be fat humans like me or skinny humans like somebody else, tall ones, little ones, dark ones, light ones, but we're all human beings. Yes. And we'll talk about that when we, if we ever get to the central nervous system. <laughs> we'll talk. Which we will. We will. We will. We'll, we'll talk see. about how the simil- we're all similar. That's right. Yeah. That's right. So just to kind of wrap up here, uh, there are many different forms of um, uh, a belief um, that uh, attempt to marry the Bible and evolution in such a way uh, that it brings it uh, brings more acceptability and and, and less radical thoughts, um, uh, so that you know we can make everybody happy and make everything all right. right. And it never has been that way, and it never will be right. that way. Right. So let's just go with this little Gallup poll thing at the end here, and then we'll read some scriptures. Okay, great. Okay, it says a 2017 Gallup creationism survey found 38% of adults in the United States held the view that God created humans in their present form at one time within the last 10,000 years. When asked for their views on the origin and development of human beings, which Gallup noted was the lowest in 35 years, this level of support could even be lower when the poll results were adjusted after comparison with other polls 
with questions that more specifically account for uncertain and ambivalent, uncertainty and ambivalence. But anyway, most Christians, if you ask them, they will say, in America, they will say, yeah, we believe God created everything. But they will also say, but he used evolution to do it. Yeah. That's why we're talking about this today, theistic evolution. Yeah. So most Americans in the Christian church today are theistic evolutionists. Right. If, if they believe that or not, they, they are. So what does God say about this? Let's hear. Let's hear what God says about theistic evolution. Yes, sir. All right. In Genesis chapter 2, okay. verses 1 and 2, it says, Thus the heavens and the earth were completed, and all their hosts, that would be the sun, the moon, and the stars, yeah. By the seventh day, God completed his work, which he had done, and he rested on the seventh day from all his work, which he had done. That's past tense. It's over with, right? That's what Genesis says. Uh, in Exodus 20, verse 11, um, in the Ten Commandments, okay, it says, remember the Sabbath to keep it holy. And verse 11 tells you why. For in six days, God created the heavens, the earth, the seas, and all that in them is. Doesn't say it evolved, does it? It does nope. not. Nope. Um, then we got Jesus and what Jesus said about this. Let me turn to Matthew real quick. Um, I love this because Matthew it's, nineteen four through five. Four through five. We hear this a lot uh, at weddings. Huh? This is a verse that's at weddings all the time. All right, it's four through five, right? Yep. Uh, and he answered and he said, "This is in red letters in this Bible. Have you not read? Ooh." Have you not read? I wonder what Jesus is talking about. Have you not read that he who created them from the beginning made them, that's past tense, male and female, and said, for this reason a man shall leave his father and mother and be joined to his wife, and the two shall become one flesh. Nice. So when we hear that at weddings, we should remember. Yeah. That's a creation verse. Yeah. That is, and it's coming from the Savior himself. I like it. All right. And then Romans. Romans chapter 5. This is Paul. What does he think of theistic oh. evolution? Hmm. All right, this is a little bit longer, and I'll, I'll cut it real short. Uh, Romans 5, verse 12 through 21. All right, here we go. Uh, Therefore, just as through one man sin entered into the world, and death through sin, so that death spread to all men because all sin. Who is he talking about? What's the one man? Oh, Adam. Adam, yeah. thank you. So Paul believed that Adam existed? Yeah. yeah. One guy. An actual guy. Not millions of years of monkeys and primordial soup and all that. No. Right. So Paul says there was Adam. Right. That's what Paul said about it. Now one more. We'll go to Peter and we'll be done. And we'll start making hot dogs. We're at the barn, by the way. Yes, yeah, a wonderful barn down in Indian land slash Fort Mill, South Carolina, right uh, over the border. Uh, from Charlotte, North Carolina, um, and we are here actually in a barn uh, in, in the upper room uh, <laughs> of the barn uh, as they allow us to use this space to uh, have men's ministry and um, uh, uh, do our podcast. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. barnbrothers.org. Is Bar- barnbrothers.org if you want to go check it out. Check it out. We meet on Tuesdays. That's right. All right. So here's Peter in Second Peter chapter three. This is really good. We we should have this. I should have this memorized. Come on. Okay. Chapter three, verses three through seven. Knowing this first of all, that in the last days we're in that now. Yes. Mockers will come with their mocking, following after their own lusts and saying, "Quote, where is the promise of his coming?" Speaking of Jesus. Yeah. 
For ever since the fathers fell asleep, all continues just as it was from the beginning of creation. That's what mockers will say. And then that's the end quote. Then Peter says, For when they maintain this, it escapes their notice that by the word of God, the heavens existed long ago and the earth was formed out of water and by water. Not theistic evolution. Yeah. That's what Peter says. Nice. Yeah, so there you go. All right. So, folks, thank you so much for joining us today. We, um, we really appreciate you taking the time. And uh, we appreciate your, um, uh, your listening to the podcast. If you would, if you would uh, share this with your friends, um, uh, with people that might be interested, with people that might need another view um, uh, on creation and evolution. Um, we, we tailor our show. We, we um, are speaking to Christians, uh, believers, people, people that are in the church um, that um, might be questioning been taught one thing in school possibly and and now they're wondering what's really true what's really going or might have children in school and you know hadn't really thought about this until uh, until now so we just want to bring some revelation and truth uh and some good resources for you to dive into um because we love people we do that's why and, and, you do. know and it's it, from a personal point of view when i figured out one day that i was believing a lie yeah I got upset. (laughs) I got upset at myself first for not having seen this coming, but also that I had meet like many other of my Christian friends had bought into a lie. And it's it's like when you finally figure out you're being lied to and your eyes are open, wow, you go, wait a minute. And and so we want, we want to help other people try to realize what the truth is based on God's word and of love. Not yeah. of judgment no. and being ugly and mean. Sometimes no. I can come across that way, but I don't mean to be that way. Right. I, I want people to wake up. Right. I mean, it's like a Carolina fan who's gone to sleep. Wake up! <laughs> you know? Is our coach doing his job? <laughs> <laughs> that's right. That's right. Okay, so great being with you this week. Uh, don't forget to go online. Uh, TDHBA.com. Uh, is the website address. Please leave your questions, um, uh, any comments that you might have, any ideas for future shows there. We would love to take a look at them. And we'll be back with you here real soon. And so we want you to remember that God created you. Just like he said. Just like he said. Thanks, friends. Have a great day. Bye, y'all.